0: The following program is vulgar as fuck. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, from the underbelly of the heart of Texas, it's Gonzo School. Yeah, we should talk a little bit about what MGTOW is, I think, and then we'll talk about uh, what we really are here to talk about, yeah. which is uh, the the institution of marriage. But um, I guess MGTOW, just to put it simply, is... I mean, it's men going their own way. That's the name of the movement.
1: Yeah, which and... is very easy to support. I have no issue with um, with people who are MGTOW. I think they're great. I think you should definitely take the base message of going your own way, Like I I think that is 100% something Mm -hmm. you should take. I think there's a problem, though, with the community, with some of the community, at least.
0: Yeah, I think, obviously, there's some parts of it where it is turned into a cult, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of gone beyond... Because originally, MGTOW was just a warning to people, Mm -hmm. specifically to young men, Mm -hmm. about what is possible... For marriage, so it was like the previous generation warning the next generation: "This is what can go wrong," and everything is set up in the woman's favor, and they will fucking destroy you.
1: Yeah, and that's totally fucking true. You can see it every everything because I the reason for why this was even brought up was because I looked up a thing uh, related to um, like should I tell my parents on Google or whatever. Uh, cause you know, uh, I we, we were recently married. <laughs> we
0: were recently married. Yeah, like this <laughs> week.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and um, so I was like, "Hey, I should definitely like, like, cause I I'm not against telling my parents." But sometimes parents just love to make drama. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, that's
0: the nature of family.
1: Yeah. So I would just I looked that up and to see you know does Google have an answer for me that it'll justify me not wanting to tell them anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and the answers were shocking.
1: The answers were shocking. The answers was it wasn't giving me any answers. It just had a bunch of people who also asked something different mm-hmm. that's slightly related.
0: They asked, they asked some very uh what what would you call those very enlightening questions yeah. as to what people are what is on the average young person's mind yeah. who's considering marriage
1: because like most of the uh financial goods that every no no not i shouldn't say fin- i'm giving it away most of the good things about marriage according to Google and all the articles that recommended were financial mm-hmm. I'm like that's screwed up I'm sorry, that is not that's not okay.
0: Yeah, and we'll get we'll get to that in a second.
1: That in itself is why men should be careful when it comes to marriage because that's not a lot of women's minds,
0: clearly. Mm-hmm. There's um there's definitely like something to be said about the questions that people are asking. Mm-hmm. Google is very helpful like, mm-hmm. in that sense. Yeah, uh, into in like getting an insight into what people are thinking.
1: So like when it comes to MGTOW, I have I have nothing against them because mm-hmm. like I I understand like you should definitely be wary of
0: certain things. I would say like philosophically I agree with MGTOW, but unfortunately now there's such a division with MGTOW that it's kind of like what do you mean when you even say MGTOW? Mm-hmm. I agree with MGTOW 100% in the sense that men should not. At least this is what I I gather from it. Men should not be
1: looking or trying to get in relationships actively. Like, that should Mm -hmm. not be their favorite pastime.
0: Which sounds kind of weird to a lot of people. But uh, I think that it's true because if you do what you love to do and you build yourself up into being the best version of yourself, Mm -hmm. then people who are of similar statuses Mm -hmm. and similar, you know values are going yeah. to follow. Yeah. You're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be there waiting for you, right? That's the way to think of it. Mm-hmm. And it's tough out there. Like the like the whole marriage situation is fucking it's fucked. Yeah. To no. be honest. It's really fucked. And I have a lot of
1: It's entirely one-sided. Yeah. Especially legally speaking. It is entirely oh, yeah. one sided.
0: Oh yeah. The women will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of empathy for MGTOW people. And I um, and I, I think it's just because I understand exactly where they're coming from. Because a lot of these MGTOW guys have been burned. And unfortunately, the extreme side of things, they end up hating all women. Mm-hmm. Or they see women as evil. And this kind of gets into like the black pill sort mm-hmm. of stuff. But they get black pilled really hard on on MGTOW. And I think that's kind of... You know, I, here's the thing. I think there's even a place for the black pill because mm-hmm. obviously the idea that women will fuck you up yeah. in the court, absolutely. That's a black pill I think people mm-hmm. need to swallow. Yeah. 100% agree. But at the same time, I think you also need to find a way to navigate. If a man cannot navigate and adapt to a situation, then I would argue that they're probably not much of a man.
1: Exactly. Because you
0: just need to be adaptable, you need to at least find your place in this uh, situation, in this, uh, in this world with, you know, where people's words don't mean anything anymore. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what all this boils down to. So I guess, um, I guess what I wanted to bring up first was we ended up talking about marriage mm-hmm. and it's because you had like a dream about it. Uh. And I, it was on my mind and I thought, what is a marriage? Mm-hmm. Which sounds kind of weird, but I was like, what actually is a marriage? Like, can you define what a marriage is? Where does it originate? And so, of course, I turn to, I guess, (laughs) the ultimate original source, the Bible. Yeah. And I'm like, what does the Bible say about marriage? And surprisingly, for all of the talk of marriage and everything and how important it is to Christianity, there actually isn't a lot that's said about marriage in the Bible. There's a lot that's said about the relationship Right? There's a lot to be said about like what you do in a marriage mm-hmm. and it gives you a feel of how intense the laws were at the time. but it really doesn't tell you what a marriage is mm-hmm. except that it's a gift from God. And it also tells you something pretty interesting, which is that basically, as far as I can tell, if you have sex,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's said that uh, there's a there's a portion where Jesus says, if a man has sex with a prostitute, they become one flesh, and the yeah. and the the analogy the one flesh thing is how Adam and Eve were described at the beginning in the Bible. So God created Adam and Eve, and they were married, and they were they I think they became one flesh. Yes. And then there's a part in Matthew where it literally it says like you know, uh, or I think this is also Genesis, and it says like um a man is supposed to cle- a man and woman they they cleave from their parents and they unite and become one flesh and that's oh, yeah. it so this is like the earliest description of marriage that we can find
1: it's also the most obvious description of like teamwork that no one has ever like been able to describe as well as that you know yeah
0: yeah i never thought of it that way but yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: cuz like like you're always told it's like it's, you're you're a team but you're never like You're supposed to be one. Like, when... In in my example of things, like, I'm like... Every divorce I've seen, it's because one or the other both in the relationship started growing apart. They were growing, but they were growing differently. Yes. You're supposed to grow with each other in order to have a successful marriage.
0: Yes. I agree.
1: And And, like, that... Is very easily explained in the one flesh thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's an interesting thing, too. Like, what does the one flesh mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it obviously, it implies that there is like a heavy bond there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that led me down a huge rabbit hole of like, what? how do you actually get married? And what seemed really interesting, if you read the story of Jacob in Genesis... Jacob had multiple wives and the way it happened was, is he was tricked into the first one Mm -hmm. because he intended, he wanted to marry one woman, right? So if you read the story, essentially Jacob loves Rachel. She's a daughter of this, I think he's a farmer Mm -hmm. and he has two daughters. And I forget the other daughter's name, but the father is like, Hey, you can marry my daughter, but you have to work for me for seven years. And he sees that as a fair exchange. And so he works for seven years. Finally, Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my time of service is up, and I want to sleep with her. So Laban invited all the people of that place and prepared a feast. In the evening, he brought his daughter Leah to Jacob, and he slept with her. Laban gave his female servant Zilpah to his daughter Leah to be her servant. In the morning, Jacob discovered it was Leah. So Jacob said to Laban, What in the world have you done to me? Didn't I work for you in exchange for Rachel? Why have you tricked me? It is not our custom here, Laban replied, to give the younger daughter in marriage before the firstborn. Complete my older daughter's bridal week. Then we will give you the younger one too in exchange for seven more years of work. And now he's and so now he's married to this to this you know this this daughter which he didn't really like. Mm-hmm. And it t- it totally like this sets off a whole chain of things that just screws everything up. He he works another 7 years for this guy to get the other daughter. And then the the wo- the woman he wanted to marry this whole time. So now he has two wives. The woman he really wanted to marry initially, she can't have kids and the yeah. other one can. And so he ends up having kids with her and then he ends up having kids with the 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 concubines mm-hmm. and the, this woman keeps popping out children for this guy because she wants his approval. Yeah. And Jacob isn't giving her his approval because he doesn't really love her. Mm-hmm. And so now, and it just ends up in a huge mess. They have a, there's a bunch of children that come out of it, but it's a huge fucking mess. It's,
1: it's like the worst fucking thing. And I love how like There are some, like, people, some cults who will, like, take something like that and be like, this is an argument for polygamy. And it's like, no, that's not. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) That is
0: specifically no polygamy. Mm -hmm. Please. That's what that means. But the point of that story that I wanted to share was that it really seems like that is evidence that when you have sex with someone... You are married to them, mm-hmm. um, and there might be other formalities because obviously they—you have to let people know. Like because mm-hmm. back then, back then,
1: it was like a huge—it ce- was yeah. a huge celebration.
0: Well, it was a huge celebration, but it was also to like kind of keep people accountable. Yeah. So you you could keep track. So the
1: whole village or the whole mm-hmm. town knew, you know. Yeah,
0: and the community could like keep track, and they could mm-hmm. know who was married to who. So if anybody caught cheating, they would act accordingly. Mm-hmm.
1: Usually by fucking killing the people. Usually
0: death was a thing. If it was a woman and if it was, you know, if it was a man, it was, uh, uh, it kind of depended. It depended on the situation. It depended. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty harsh, but people took their words very seriously Mm -hmm. compared to now. Yeah. But yeah, so I went on this whole train and so here's a mind blowing idea. What if there is no such thing as sex before marriage? Mm-hmm. what if you are married to everyone you have sex with
1: I mean it makes sense because no matter what mm-hmm. like obviously the more you do do it with uh, other women's or other men's the less you feel mm-hmm. uh, like you know when it comes to uh, emotionally the less you feel for them mm-hmm. but I'm like I mean the first few times you screw someone or anybody like there is a bond created there yeah um and like
0: emotionally subconsciously biologically whatever the case may be mm-hmm. i but i that was so profound to me because i'm like if that's accurate that's a whole game changer right mm-hmm. there i mean that not i mean and i think that's pretty that's pretty damn MGTOW. Mm-hmm. because i think if if this is 100% the case everybody you have sex with or <laughs> anybody you have sex with you're married to them which means you have the obli- if you're a man you're you have the obligation Mm-hmm. of taking care of this woman and them being a part of your life. all right.
1: That sounds like hell. <laughs> Which sounds,
0: uh, well, especially for Jacob. Like, oh, holy no. shit, you think of that story. God. I think for young people, talking about like sex before marriage and the Christian debate about sex before marriage, yay or nay. I think that makes it way fucking easier mm-hmm. because if you are married to whoever you have, it's not a question of having sex before marriage. It's that when you have sex, you are married and
1: uh, like, obviously not like legally, but at least emotionally.
0: Yeah. Maybe the state doesn't recognize it. Right. But on a, mo- on a spiritual level, yeah, you are married in the, in, in a way, just like when Jesus said, when you sleep with a prostitute, you become one flesh with the prostitute. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just a warning to just. That, that
1: is such a like fucked up idea, but it's <laughs> so like that's that's so harshly beautiful. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I mean, like
1: if I was in those olden days, I'd be like, no, nah, we're not no."
0: Yeah. So I God, think. No. I think, uh, and from what I can tell, there, you know what? There aren't a lot of people talking about this. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of Christians it's talking just, about...
1: It just makes me think of the fact that my stepdad, uh, like, uh, like offered to have my brother's first time being, be with a prostitute. He oh was going to pay God. for a prostitute what? to fuck my brother. Oh, no joke. No. It didn't happen. But, like, I just remember that, and I'm like, oh, God.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we are looking at this the wrong way, mm-hmm. um, because most Christians, I think, because of you know what I talked about it and why you stop becoming a Christian, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like all these things being passed down that aren't necessarily biblical, yeah, or are, are like
1: not- like the huge loads of money you have to spend just to get married.
0: Oh yeah. Well, that's like I said, there isn't really much description of how to get married like there I don't believe there is a part in the bible where Jesus tells anybody how to get married yeah um he does not really urge anybody obviously
1: there are examples and it's easy to get around like not get around but it's easy to commit to those examples like you know the whole village knows that you're married you know that's very easy that literally just means you are socially married socially married yeah like everyone knows you're married Mm mhm that that's all that means. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I looked into covenantial marriage and sex and all that stuff and I read about it. I read as many articles as I could find. I started digging deeper and deeper into the Bible and uh, just trying to see if I could find any extra information on it. And I was surprised by how little information there was and how little conversation there was. But it seems that there is this idea, even though it may not be a popular idea even though it may not be a mainstream idea because of this story of jacob and because of other little nuances that you will find in the bible it seems entirely possible that to initiate marriage you just have sex yeah that's it yeah which Um,
1: explains why everyone was so like don't have sex don't have like they don't tell you like, why? You know? Mm-hmm. They just tell you, oh, it's wrong. Or, oh, it's... Um, but, yeah.
0: So why is sex before marriage bad?
1: And they're just like, oh, it's wrong.
0: It's just wrong. It's sexually, sexually amoral.
1: Yeah, it's sexually immoral, And it's like, well, tell teenagers especially, because teenagers are full of fucking hormones. Uh, but, like, anyone who hears that is just going to be like... Why? <laughs> Why,
0: yeah. And here's the thing. So I started to dig into that too, because I've heard people make the argument that, well, if sex causes marriage, then there wouldn't be any such thing as fornication. Well, as far as I can tell, depending on your translation of the Bible, mm-hmm. it doesn't use the word fornication, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I believe the original Greek, I don't know how to pronounce Greek, but the word looks like pornea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Is that, that where
1: porn comes
0: from? It might be where porn comes from. I have no idea, but it looks like pornea. And that word seems to be kind of a broad term, and it's translated to sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. That's what it's translated to in many Bibles. So it basically just says people who are sexually immoral. It doesn't actually say don't have sex before marriage, yeah. it just says sexual immorality is not permitted. Yeah. And we can assume when they're talking about sexual immorality, we're talking about like people who are just like, I'm like, You know, I'm sure you can think of all kinds of things that would be sexually amoral.
1: Things that are, like...
0: Adulterous. Adulterous and, and like... All this stuff.
1: Incest. And then there's, like... There's, like... All the... Essentially, all the things that are sexual, that are illegal Mm -hmm. in present day, are sexually immoral things. Yeah.
0: Sexually immoral things. And so...
1: Obviously don't do that shit. I don't think that like what they meant was don't have sex before marriage. Cause I don't think that's what the Bible actually like means. Yeah. You
0: know? Well, and it's funny cause I heard, I saw somebody's argument against this point mm-hmm. was they said, no, they said, well, that can't be true because nobody is teaching it.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't mean shit. Unfortunately, if, like the Bible gets screwed around by other yeah. people all the fucking time. If
0: some Just because somebody isn't teaching something doesn't mean it's not a valid point.
1: I can start teaching it. Does that mean that it's a valid point now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that we're exactly. talking about it, is it valid? Yeah. Is it valid? But anyway, so I thought that was so I was blown away by that. I mm-hmm. was like, it seems possible that this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And there's even a passage in the Bible where it's it's supposed to be God describing entering into a covenant as you know marriage is a covenant Mm -hmm. and he describes it in a way that sounds it's like sex it's like sexual Mm -hmm. euphemism yeah it's also very strange because my whole life i've never heard anybody have this discussion i've never heard everybody just says don't have sex before marriage all all i
1: know is i've been afraid of sex for the longest time to the point of having like actual physical repercussions because of that Mm
0: -hmm. Because cause you were made afraid of it.
1: Yeah, because I was made mm-hmm. afraid of it. Psychologically, my pussy was like, if anything comes near it, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fucking freak.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I've I got rid of that. I don't remember what the fuck it's called, but it's a real thing where like the pussy just fucking freaks the fuck out and, yeah. like, shut... Like, it's It'll, not like it becomes tight. It's it, like, like, tries
0: to climb into itself. It's it, like, a like it, it tries
1: to, like, <laughs> to sh- shrink itself down to the point where you can't fit anything in there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can go in. Like, uh, I, I had that problem because of how terrified people make girls and women of, mm-hmm. of the idea of sex. And it's like, that's not a good way to make people not, you know, not commit, like, terrible things or not, you know, fuck mm. up their, uh, their sex life or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not the way to go about it. That That's kind of screwed no, up.
0: No, no. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. I think everybody, I think everybody, or not everybody, but, like, I a lot people... of parents make their children afraid of sex, mm-hmm. but for the wrong reasons.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, because, like, imagine, like, if you're having this conversation with your kids, it totally changes the way you would have it mm-hmm. if you understand that having sex causes a marriage. Yeah. That would make I mean,
1: them want to... It, if you actually make sex seem like a... Po- not, not sex, but like... Yes, sex, but also like marriage as a positive thing rather than a negative thing, which that's another thing. Yeah. I saw marriage as a fucking negative thing. Most boys think marriage is a negative thing. And for good reason.
0: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and MGTOW especially. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but like... When, when all these things are seen as a negative... Who would want to participate? Who would want to Mm -hmm. save themselves for marriage?
0: Exactly. If women are going to abuse it, Mm -hmm. and they can, and as a man, if they can just sit there and take everything away, they can take Mm -hmm. away your children, they can take away your money, they can take away your property, they can take, they can just destroy you.
1: Like, no wonder both sides of the sexes don't want to participate in marriage. Exactly. Exactly. Marriage is great when it's done correctly, but how often is that these days?
0: Yeah, that's right, Adam. Like, right on. Yeah. Because it's it's true. Like, <clears throat> it has to be done correctly. Um, and
1: like, I don't think anyone knows how to do it correctly. I think it that, that's been lost, you know?
0: Yeah. No, it has been lost. And so I think I kind of want to just like... The reason why we're making this video is because uh, we found these funny articles, mm-hmm. and I guess we kind of just <laughs> we want to look into how people are looking at marriage and why, why it is no surprise at all that it 's screwed up it 's mm-hmm. so screwed up today so
1: i I would like to say that mm-hmm. like a good marriage, at least on the woman 's side of thing mm-hmm. things when you uh, when you allow yourself to be led. You know, for, for women, when, when a woman allows herself to be led, when she doesn't fucking give in to all the feminist bullshit, and I should know about the feminist bullshit, I grew up in the feminist bullshit. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, when, when she allows all this stuff, it it's makes it a lot easier to have a good relationship that can lead to marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, for men, it's very much about like, testing the woman, uh, not like in a malicious sense. Mm -hmm. But like seeing, you know, if she does, you know, want, if if she does want to have this life with you, or is she just in this to be in this? Yeah. Is she going to follow your lead? Mm
0: -hmm. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Does, uh, Does she want to actually grow with you? Because a lot of women do not want to grow with the man.
0: That's absolutely true. And I would also, I would also say like, like specifically when it comes to MGTOW, MGTOW men, I think MGTOW men should need to stop being angry toward women. Uh, They need to get rid of all their anger, but they need to stop being angry toward women if they are. And I think um, not not be so afraid of women Mm -hmm. to let, let what is happening right now in marriage and in the institution and, and in the culture and everything, not let that destroy their chances of actually living happily yeah. with somebody who is on the same level as them, mm-hmm. with somebody who is willing to grow with them. Cause if you just close off any potential for a, a relationship or a marriage, just because you're afraid or just because there's the potential of being burned, then, you know, I mean, what, what, what are you doing living? Like, yeah. like, cause you're going to get burned, right? You're always going to have that risk of getting burned. Yep. And it's good to be aware of those things. And that's why I appreciate MGTOW because I think it's a it's a good thing to know that. Because, I mean, I I appreciate the fact that I was told all this stuff about the courts. Yeah. Like, wow.
1: Yeah, I had no idea for the longest time because, again, I was in the feminist, uh, you know, bullshit, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and women are highly privileged yeah. when it comes and to it, marriage. And
1: I, I yeah. was so mad when I found out, like... I'd been fighting for like all these privileges that I thought I didn't have, and then to find out I had more privileges than I was even fighting for—more privileges than men have—and
0: yeah.
1: that pissed me off because I'm like, I wanted to devote myself to something that I felt was like right, morally right, yeah. and and feminism really, really gets on your emotions and everything. They don't mm-hmm. give you a logic, they don't give you facts, they they. It's all women, and women are all emotions. So obviously, it's <laughs> <yeah. Yeah.
0: laughs> a lot of emotions. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, that that kind of bull. I uh, I grew up in that. So when I found that all of that out, I was pissed. Yeah. I was so pissed. And I'm not like pissed at men. I'm pissed at women because mm-hmm. the women around me believe that shit too. The men around me, the weak
0: men around me, believe that. Uh-huh. Well, and I think this like, is a perfect segue into, mm-hmm. I think, the major cause of this, because obviously we talked about the courts, but why do the courts even get involved in the first place? Mm-hmm. That's because the government is involved in marriage. Yeah. And the government, if you get married... When and you get, get a ma- marriage
1: license, it's not just <laughs> you and your wife.
0: Yeah, the government is literally part of the marriage. Yeah. You're literally inviting the government into your fucking marriage bed
1: Yeah,
0: at that point.
1: Like your your wife is not just sleeping with you; she's sleeping with, she's the, government sleeping with too. the
0: government Your wife has two husbands. Yeah. If you if you get a marriage license, your wife has two husbands: mm-hmm. the act, you know, the groom, and then the fucking government. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> After I looked into the Bible about marriage and all this shit, I started to be like, hmm. So what about the legal portion of this? Mm-hmm. What about the, uh, you know, the formal process of getting married, and what about Avoiding that process what does that look like and what I found was is that when you get a marriage license like I said the government is like a second husband mm-hmm. it starts getting very weird yeah but um,
1: and suddenly your wife has all these rights that like you don't get
0: yeah suddenly suddenly your wife has the rights to basically leave you and and pursue the husband that they really want which mm-hmm. is the government because the government will be their husband without any of the responsibility yeah. and have all the money. Yeah.
1: The husband literally just gives away your money to your like wife or I guess your ex-wife at, this, your at that ex- point. You yeah, know?
0: exactly. And then they take away your kids and, mm-hmm. and that's the only reason why they can do all that shit is because you literally entered into that as yes. soon as you got into that three-way contract because that's what it is. It's a three-way contract with you and your wife and the government your man.
1: This is why California is so fucked up, because you can't have a marriage that isn't, you know... Yeah,
0: and marriage, yeah, yeah, a marriage uh, that is outside of, um, like, the, like I, I don't want to say legal marriage, because it's all legal it marriage, but...
1: legal, but, uh, like, um, you know, that comes with all the legal benefits of marriage. Yeah,
0: if you want to, like, yeah, if you want to go through a marriage with... Because, like,
1: want... we're married now. Yes. But, like, we do not come with all those, like, advantages. And I'm fine with not coming with those advantages because mm-hmm. you never know what the fucking government could pull. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Well, and here's the other for men, I think this is a really important message when you hand over your rights in in a way with when you when you get that marriage license, you are also in a way handing over your responsibility as a husband mm-hmm. to the marriage. And I would argue with anybody that when you when you think the government has to be the authority in your marriage, I mean, that's going to be a problem. And especially if you're yeah. a Christian, because, yeah. first of all, why, why would God not be the number one authority in your marriage?
1: Yeah. Uh, God's supposed to be. God's
0: supposed to be the number one authority in your marriage. So why, why, why would you have the government in there at mm-hmm. all? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I started So I started looking into this and it's just like, yeah, it's a t- huge temptation. So if you if you have a woman who is willing to slide their morals a little bit and they're willing to get married and then you get that marriage license, then all of a sudden it's going to be temptation. Mm-hmm. They're going to be tempted.
1: Oh, they're going to be tempted to leave your ass because the amount of money you can, especially if she has a kid with you, oh my God, she can just. Oh, yeah. You're, you just become a piggy bank. Yeah, and that's so fucked up. Because that's what my mom did,
0: and yeah. I'm like,
1: this is why I'm against this shit. Because I saw my mom do this shit.
0: Well, and we were talking. We were talking about uh, rings earlier. Off mm-hmm. my, off my, and um, I had a I had a, an amazing realization. Right, but you know how um, I noticed with a lot of women, they want really expensive rings. Yeah. Uh. Right, and they they like for that a lot. For a lot of women, it's like their standard. They're like they have to have a ring that's like. Many thousands of dollars. Yeah,
1: meanwhile, you and me are just like, oh, Amazon. <laughs> Amazon,
0: let's get these cheap ass rings. Let's fucking do. Oh, it. these are pretty. We
1: these don't need pretty. any fucking.
0: Got to uh, fucking get the fucking million diamond fucking yeah. thirty-five grand on a fucking ring. No. Here's the thing: if you have a wife that is willing to slide her morals and and take everything away from you as a man then of course she's probably going to want that expensive ring because she's going to be able to cash that ring in later after yeah. the divorce. Yeah, That's just more than happy to fucking marry you at that point. Mm-hmm. She's never going to have to worry about her finances yeah. for a while. She can just cash in that ring.
1: That's what my mom did. Just <laughs> <laughs> being real here.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and my,
1: my uh, stepdad bought a ring for her twice because she lost the first one. So he spent like several paychecks on her on, on rings, essentially.
0: Yeah. Oh God. And that's the thing: men will work so hard mm-hmm. for women, and I think that's another thing about Meg that I can kind of appreciate because I feel like I feel like because it, relationship it
1: discourages like men working like entirely uh, on the relationship and you know women just taking a seat, you know.
0: Yeah. I think the best route is is to again like like the same way we were talking about not chasing women earlier. Mm-hmm. I think definitely definitely not sinking a bunch of money and and doing all this stuff is probably a wise idea. Actually, we came up with something earlier, which is literally like, I think if you want to create a sturdy relationship, take away everything. Yeah. Take away literally Every everything. Single thing. Guys who make a lot of money are going to have a hard time. Yeah. Because if you make a lot of money personally, that's just me. But if I was somebody who was making a lot of money, like a stupid amount mm-hmm. of money, or if I was just... You know, if I had everything I needed and I was looking for a relationship and stuff, I would not be telling women how much I make.
1: Yeah. And I would I make it extremely not obvious, extremely like.
0: Yeah. But see, it's going to be difficult if you have a lot of nice things yeah. or if you have. See, so that's what I mean by like, why it's hard. The
1: The whole the whole reason for why you would want to do that is because then you can put them through the test.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Which is like. Do you love me for uh, my money type of tests, or do you love me mm-hmm. because we get to eat nice food every day type of tests? Uh-huh.
0: Um, Cause like, because if you can have a peaceful relationship without anything, mm-hmm. that is the true test.
1: I'm gonna be real; it's really aggravating when like you can't like eat some stuff, or like, yeah. or when you're too poor to fucking have a meal one day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah,
1: but. But I'm like, that doesn't mean that like the relationship mm-hmm. suffers or anything. Yeah, like and if I think you have with women who the, like, that's a breaking point for them, I'm like
0: that's not a good woman. These women have been indoctrinated into also having these dumb, yeah. arbitrary, and I don't even want to say high standards. They're the wrong standards. Yeah. Like, like there are some women where it's like, if you want to put a ring on it, you have to have a college degree. Yeah. You got to have a master's degree to put a ring on it.
1: And <laughs> I'm just like, that's a, that's a stupid way to put it. That is
0: so dumb. All right. So let's take a look at these articles. Shall we? The Real-Life Advantages and Disadvantages of Marriage. All right, here's an article. Paired Life. Advantages of Marriage. Companionship. Okay. Acceptance. What? Endurance? Stability? Finances. The finances is
1: going to come up a oh, lot. Oh, <laughs>
0: man. Finances. Partnership. Isn't that the same thing as yeah, companionship? It's it the same, same about sharing them. burdens and responsibilities that can lead to stress, financial or emotional. What? Raising a child, for example, is relatively easier for two parents than this for one. The family unit. Sex. Religious reasons. <laughs> Disadvantages. Here we go. Infidelity. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> what if I thought I, what, if you're married, should that shouldn't that not be a fucking problem? Yeah, unfortunately, it is. The rut. Many couples get stuck in a rut, repeating the same arguments over and over again. And the, this is just the disadvantages of marriage. This isn't like a bad marriage. This is just the disadvantage of marriage. <laughs>
1: So, so that means like, oh... You're, this you're is normal. Going, yeah, this is normal. This is how it's
0: going to happen. You're just going to get in arguments over and over.
1: Over the same shit.
0: Lack of individuality? Marriage restricts an individual's freedom. Single people. I, I read it. that and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Okay, I'm telling you right now, guys. If, if you are in a relationship and it restricts your freedom and you feel as if it restricts your freedom...
1: Get the fuck get out. Get the fuck out. And I'm not,
0: obviously... <laughs> Not the freedom to just fucking, I don't know, sleep around or, like, whatever, right? But, But like, like, the
1: freedom to just do as you will in your day, like, if that, if you feel like that's restricted now, that's, that's fucked up. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a normal thing in marriage.
0: not a normal fucking thing. Family conflict now obviously that's just that now that is something that I would consider is, that could be a problem.
1: but we avoided that problem by moving the fuck away from our parents. We got away
0: from our parents. we literally did like that 's what it says in the in the mm-hmm. Bible. You cleave from your parents mm-hmm. and and you attach to the woman mm-hmm. as a man, and that 's what it is. red tape. Getting married can mean extra bureaucracy and red tape especially when the wife changes her name and official documents such as social security and driver's licenses have to is be Which is
1: not needed.
0: Not necessary.
1: I can refer to myself uh by uh like Mrs. Like Mrs. I can I can take Chris's uh like last name and you, you don't like, have to. I don't have to have it be a legal thing.
0: No, obviously, it's this a social is, thing. Obviously, we're not lawyers. Check with your state. Check with your fucking local yeah. jurisdiction, whatever. But from what I understand, it is actually a. I think, don't quote me on this, but I think it is a federal like. Right, mm-hmm. for you to be able to change your name and not have to go through any formalities. Yeah. Now obviously yeah. that creates problems like if you need it to be different on your social security number or
1: yeah.
0: like if you need it to but be different on different you things. you
1: usually don't need it to be. You just have your uh, documents, have your you know uh, maiden name yeah. and you are referred to that for those instances. Yeah.
0: Like if you want to get it on your ID, you may have, yeah. so that may be some red tape. But you don't have to. It's, you don't have to fucking needed. do that. It's really just like a, an additional whatever sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and legally, I guess it adds evidence and stuff, but that's mm-hmm. it. Limitations. <laughs> everything has fucking limitations.
1: I, I love how, like, everything. are really trying to make it seem like, oh,
0: you're going to be limited so You're going to be limited by your what... Oh my like, god. If this
1: person is like married, I feel so bad for
0: them. <laughs> yeah, this is like what a bad marriage looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Society has moved on. The traditional idea of marriage is outdated. Rather than see, what? Rather than seeing marriage as the only possible option, we should embrace the various sorts of human relationships. Example, single-parent families? Oh, my God. Gay couples, etc. And expand our definitions and limits. Oof. What is that? How is that a con of marriage? Oof. How is that a... That is nothing. That is politics. Yeah. What the shit is that? Single-parent families. The last thing you want is a single-parent family. Yeah. Okay.
1: Of course. A single in, in mother...
0: My... Or should I say a single-mother family? Yeah.
1: In, in my opinion, single-father families are... Fine. Probably they're, better they're
0: off. They're better off than single mother families, I would stressed, argue.
1: Stressed, but okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like it's not ideal. Again, not ideal. Not I, ideal. Like, wouldn't wish it on somebody, but like probably a better situation than a single single mother family. Because
1: every single mother family I've ever known they're all the kids fucked up. Yep. All of them.
0: And it's because it's because the mother instills their their anger into them and so then the the children have the anger of their mother and they resent they begin to resent their mother Mm -hmm. and they become like what they hate and so that's what happens
1: yeah i mean i think for single father households, i've only run into like one or two and like i think they can be a little socially awkward like Mm -hmm. the kids can be a little socially awkward but i've never noticed anything like obvious, you know? Yeah,
0: I think it's kind of a rare thing. I haven't really seen a whole lot of that. I I don't think I've talked with a single father.
1: Yeah, no, it's very rare.
0: Conformity. Marriage is about seeking approval from civil and religious authorities. What? (laughs) When it should be just the opinions of two people in the relationship that matter. Well, I agree.
1: I agree. I don't (laughs)
0: No. relationship should be purely personal. Religion and government don't need to be involved. Religion and government? Well, the I, I would I, like don't get the church involved. Yeah. Don't but like
1: But if you're religious, I don't see why like your religion would get involved, you know? Yeah,
0: like it doesn't like obviously if both of you are religious What, what
1: I think is a pussy move though, uh, is when uh the man Converts to the woman's faith. That's
0: such a pussy <laughs> move. That's so pussy like. It's a beta, <laughs> beta male. Uh, yeah, that happens a lot with yeah. marriages. Is that they that, convert?
1: My 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 stepdad is like, oh, if I get married to this woman, I'll convert. And I'm like, you're not getting married to her because you're too fucking fat. So it's okay.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm just being honest. Roasted. Here. I mean, he knows.
0: He knows. He knows what's up. Yeah, I mean, the, the the other thing, I guess we could talk about this. This would be a really good opportunity because mm-hmm. I've heard MGTOW guys mm-hmm. and, like, other, like, Red Pill guys, I've heard them say, you have to train your woman. Yeah. And I think, here's the thing. Now, I think there's a hint of truth in that. It's like a half-truth. It, because I believe that it sounds
1: I, a lot harsher than it should. be.
0: Yeah, well, it's the wrong attitude. Yeah. Because I think when you approach somebody and like you have to train them, I think it's just the wrong attitude to have with yeah. with a, a marriage it, it, partner. It's,
1: it's kind of like okay. you're seeing them like a pet.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like you have to train them to do what you want. Yeah. Which is not how it should be. The way it like we were it, talking about earlier, you're it's supposed to
1: like a test
0: yeah you yeah you test them and you grow with them yeah that's what it is you have to grow with the person if the person is not willing to grow with you yeah. there's a problem
1: like don't get me wrong i am like I can be resistant, but i don't ever am like i don't i've never been like outwardly being like no i'm just like uh I can be a bit resistant at times to certain ideas like when uh when I was first introduced to Jesse.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, well, I was very resistant. Well, we should we should talk you know? we should talk about that because yeah. like there was a time and this is good, probably going to blow people's minds, but there is a time when you said I remember you said specifically you said there is no way I could ever believe in a sky daddy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like we laughed about that, but yeah. and I was in a position where I was like. I'm not willing to say I'm, like, Christian because I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't fucking know if... I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if... I don't know how I feel about any of this stuff.
1: But, like, Jesse kind of brought us back.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. So what happened was... Is I, is is you said that, and then you were like, I don't believe in marriage. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff, and I, I don't want to say that... It was like a full on disagreement because I understood where you were coming from, but I was also well
1: because you take the time to understand. I didn't
0: train you. you I didn't train you another way. Like there was zero training that happened.
1: I've I've completely switched that opinion, obviously, Uh at this point. But like, it wasn't because of training. It was because we grew together, Mm -hmm. and because um, I had to let go of like the feminist part of my brain that was Mm -hmm. like. Oh, don't let the man lead, you know, you're your own thing. And I'm like mm-hmm. like like Jesse was the one who like was like, let let the man lead and everything. And yeah. I was like, alright, I'll try. And yeah. and through that I think is why we have such a weirdly good relationship. I would have never expected this. Yeah.
0: So I would I would personally, just from my own experience, and mm-hmm. our experiences here, like I would tell I would urge men to be aware and to like definitely carefully consider what you would call a deal breaker, mm-hmm. because and you know obviously you have to have some kind of standard, right? Yeah, but
1: obviously the baseline is you should be attracted to her.
0: <laughs> yes, but here's what I would say: the most important standard is is that you want a woman
1: mm-hmm.
0: who is not who doesn't love being evil.
1: Yeah. Because you were with the woman who liked being evil, who loved being evil. In fact,
0: yes, I was. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. She B- loved being me, evil. You know, maybe like at the in the moment, I didn't mm-hmm. realize it didn't really click for me. Like it's just kind of a funny thing. Like it seemed kind of like a joke. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know she
1: enjoyed she enjoyed being
0: evil. <laughs> being evil. I tend to believe people when they what with what they say about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody tells you, like, oh, yeah, I'm evil or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, I tend to listen to that. Don't hate. Yeah. Don't judge or whatever. Yeah. But you just, you, you know, you you file that away. Mm-hmm. You just keep that in mind. But she was uh, straight up evil. And she loved being evil. And the weird thing is, is that we agreed on a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so, you can agree on a lot of stuff. But if the other person is willing to stretch their morals and be evil and go against your values that's the deal breaker right there yeah so so i, I should say like right at the start of our relationship mm-hmm. you know you're like i there was no way i could believe in a sky daddy and there's uh <laughs> I, I don't believe in marriage it was funny I that <laughs> it was, shit. yeah i was yeah.
1: very joking with it but i was also very serious <laughs> yeah you're
0: serious but it was funny yeah um that's
1: the way i tend to be i'm like when i'm serious a lot of times i tend to like yeah you very funny
0: with it, yeah. And um, at the start of at the start of a relationship, interestingly,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you were bisexual.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I was bi, and then I forgave my mom,
0: which is going to be I know, and like <laughs> so again, like this is why I am telling people to carefully think about what mm-hmm. they would consider a deal breaker
1: because I know some guys like. Well, some dudes think bisexual is really hot, and then other dudes are like, "That's terrifying." And I understand the men who are like, yeah. "That's terrifying." Now, in my
0: mind, there was definitely concern. Yeah. <laughs> there was definitely concern in my mind, and I was definitely like, "Hmm, how do I reckon with this?" Yeah. But I also here's here's what I will say is that I the reason why I was not afraid was because I knew that based on the way. Are like interaction evolved that you didn't understand a lot of your opinions and a lot of like what, like, because
1: well, you're handed your opinions, yeah. Like, like, you were especially right. if you're from the left
0: and um, you wanted to think for yourself and yeah. not think what other people told you to think,
1: mm-hmm. and so which was very hard because, like, you have all these like opinions grained into mm-hmm. you and you don't even understand these opinions, yes. And I think through, like, talking to you a bunch, I started mm-hmm. to understand that my opinions were kind of, like, stupid.
0: Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, when we started talking, it wasn't like the intention wasn't to have a relationship. Yeah. We were just talking and just talking about different ideas and having, like, we kind were of... mostly
1: just two nerdy artists. Yeah, we were people. nerding out, yeah.
0: yeah. And so what happened was, and also, too, when our relationship started, you were also... You called yourself a centrist. Oh, yeah. Which was really, oh, yeah. like... Closeted Democrat.
1: Yeah. That, that's, that's what I call centrism at this point. I'm like, anyone who's center is just a closeted Democrat. A
0: closeted Democrat. Definitely because when you ask a centrist what they think about a certain issue, they're going to give you an answer. Oh, yeah. Because I remember you said at the time it was something like, well, I take opinions from both the left and the right.
1: And I'm, I'm like, looking back, I'm like, I didn't even understand the right. You didn't even
0: <laughs> understand. Yeah, exactly. Like, you didn't understand the right. Uh, the. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say the right opinions, but yeah, yeah the right opinions, <laughs> the right positions.
1: I like i I was sold this idea, all these ideas about abortion and everything.
0: Yeah, like we had differing views, but I understood that the mm-hmm. reason why you had your views was because you were still trying to figure out your views. Yeah, and you were trying to, and you and you were trying to get to a place where you could do what's right. Like, yeah. you wanted to do what's right.
1: Because, like, that's my whole, like, point of view, yeah. is that you should always be trying to improve yourself.
0: It wasn't about being dogmatic, like, oh, I have to believe in on this side of the Cause, thing. thing. Like,
1: because, like, unlike a lot of people who are on the right, like, I still have, like, somewhat, like, democratic views, mm-hmm. as in, like, like, I don't hate... And anyone who is, like, uh, gay or lesbian or whatever, uh, or trans, I'm actually pretty pro that. I just want them to change to become better. Yeah. Like, that's the stance that I take on things. And I think that's the stance that most, like, good Republicans take on that. Um, You know, I'm not trying to enforce change on them. I'm just like, your life is clearly hectic, and I can understand wh- why you come from this. Yeah, because I came from that. Yeah, I almost became a trans person. You know. Yeah. Like that—that that almost happened. That to could happen. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I have um, the ability to empathize with mm-hmm.
0: them. Yeah. So I think what's like the most important value for marriage, I would argue, is to find some uh, find a woman who is trying to do the right thing yes. and do everything the right way. Yeah. And ultimately, even though things started out, like we did everything the wrong way yeah. <laughs> technically technically we yeah. did everything the wrong way. yeah I don't advise people to do what I did
1: yeah it was very what, risky
0: because it was very risky and it could have gone if it, if it had been anybody else it would have been uh, yeah. beyond disastrous most women don't want to do what's right
1: yeah and most women that's don't, the truth
0: most yeah. women do not want to do it
1: selfishly right. and do if you want to bring it back to like the buy thing because I know that that was uh-huh. like. Fucking weird. Yeah.
0: Well, I and the, like I think maybe like bringing it back to training and stuff because mm-hmm. because uh, I like, think
1: you didn't train me to be straight.
0: I didn't train <laughs> you to be straight at all. That just happened.
1: I, I forgave. I, my there mom. was no
0: like like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but there was like there was no guilt. Yeah. There, there was, was no.
1: I we didn't I knew even that I was in like I knew internally that there was something wrong, uh-huh. and then I forgave my mom, which hurt like crazy, like physically uh-huh. hurt because I literally had all of this, like this thing inside of me that was just like, don't fucking do it. It's gonna end up terribly. And it it went from like a mental pain to like a physical pain. Um, and then I forgave her. I, conf- I, like, I like to say I confronted her and then forgave her. Um, uh, and it took me a while for sure. But over time I was like, I don't like women anymore. <laughs> I feel a lot more confident with my body and a lot more confident with who I am, you know? Like everything started getting better. And I think when I forgave my dad, because my dad, like, all he is is a beta, you know? He's just a beta. He's a beta. He he did some shit that was not kosher, but like, he's not a horrible man. So forgiving him was fucking easy, despite how much I tried to stall. <laughs> yeah i I lost so many things that were like you know that that were putting me down
0: yeah and some and of course this is obviously going to be very offensive to the yeah. the, the gay and the other bi people yeah that sort of thing because
1: because like there are some people who are like uh well it's not a choice and I'm like I do think it's not a choice however I do think you can get out of it I do think you can
0: like you're being like this goes into like the talk about free will mm-hmm because you really don't have... You're always being influenced. Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, I, I think that I was, you know... My mom influenced me in a very negative, terrible way. She pushed, like, this whorish, f- like, feminine, like, ideal onto me. And mm-hmm. that fucked with my gender identity at first. And it, 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 I was legit. I, like, cut my hair short. I was like, I... I think I'm a dude. I didn't tell anyone because I was terrified. Mm-hmm. But that was like my first conclusion. And eventually it got to the, I think I'm bi. But it went through other steps before that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm asexual. And then like, that was just me in denial. And then I was like, I'm bi. I hate this. I'm bi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I think if, if I had had... Any more of a fucked up situation, I probably would have gone full lesbian. Let's be honest. Lesbian? Here. Because, like, I, or trans I went so, or- yeah, or trans, because, like, I went so hardcore into, like, the, like, when I started, like, identifying as bi, I was mostly attracted to women, with a very small amount attracted to men. And I think over time, it started to equal out, and then, like, it kind of stayed there, or, like, started, you know, Hovering closer to being more attracted to men. And and then I forgave my mom. And then it was just like... It was it was a slow progression. But it was not nearly as slow to, as it had been for years. Mm-hmm. You know? And that uh, was fucking weird. <laughs> just straight up. It was fucking weird. I know a lot of people will get mad. Because they're like, well, you can't change that. or, Or, or like my dad said, you're discovering yourself. <laughs> discovering
0: yourself. Yeah.
1: I'm like nah no nah. Nah, no i was legit i was not like i was not bi to be attractive to like men who like bi women you know because mm-hmm. like that's a thing that some women do where they'll claim to be bi and they'll kiss their best friend mm-hmm. uh, and all this shit in front of dudes but like i i was never that i was like legitimate you know drawing like Pit, uh, pin-up girls and all this shit. Of course, they were monster pin-up girls, but like, you know, they were still <laughs> pin-up girls. They are still sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was like so into that for the longest time, and I'm like, I'm finally out of it, and I don't know what to draw anymore. <laughs> well, I think we should, think
0: should, we should talk on. about the progression. I think we should talk uh, about how that happened, because like I said, it wasn't training. It
1: wasn't training. It was not training. You, it was not You me. accepted me fully for being bi.
0: Because like, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people would be would be tempted to say, oh, well, you... No, though,
1: though you did ask me a few times, like, how attracted are you to men in comparison to women? I think you asked well, me that a few times, yeah, but you never, like, it was I, a joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, no,
0: because I mean, like, I've asked everybody. Yeah. I've asked yeah. every, like, why well, I, well, I, like, if, I, if I'm if i talking to a bi person about that, I'm just curious yeah. to know. Yeah. Like, and I'm just curious to, like, know about that. And, like, I, and how, I remember
1: I'm, having a conversation with you where I was like, yeah, it's never, like, 50-50. Everyone leans a certain yeah. way.
0: Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I've observed. Mm-hmm. And so...
1: <clears throat> I think the more fucked up you are, the more you lean toward your own sex. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: and, and that's not to say that, like, oh, you're terrible for that. I'm just saying, like, if you have a fucked up family life,
0: mm-hmm. you know. What I would say, here's my, here's my controversial statement of the day, is that when you're talking to somebody who is um, bisexual... Or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. You are talking to somebody who who is who has been damaged, who has been traumatized.
1: Yeah, just like asexuals, because I was in that. I was in that um, like part of everything, uh-huh. and asexuals are even more fucked up. Uh-huh. Like if you think bi people are fucked up, asexuals are even worse. I think that was actually the way that I progressed because I was asexual for a long time, mm-hmm. for a few years, and I think that was like me at my worst. And then I just was bi, and then it, and now I'm straight, and I feel like I'm I've changed. I'm a better person now. <laughs> but, but like, it, it's pretty legit. Like, yeah. I, I met some some fuck like asexual people have some fucked up stories yeah. about like sexual encounters mm-hmm. and everything. Whether it be like someone in their family was raped or and they witnessed it. That that's an actual story. uh, yeah. Or, like, um, they had a screwed up relationship for their first relationship that ended up in really bad abuse. Like, it just, they, they have some real reasons for why they are asexual. And they don't even realize that those are their reasons.
0: Yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, I think with a lot of, a lot of people, whether it be, you know, bi or mm-hmm. something else, they may not know what it is mm-hmm. that, that they're struggling with. Like, they're, I, but they're struggling with something.
1: I always knew that I resented my mom for pushing on this really gross, whorish femininity onto me, like the the makeup and the short skirts and mm-hmm. um, and like the see through shirts type of shit. Um, I always resented her for it, but I didn't realize what that resentment was doing.
0: Mm-hmm. So what happened was, so I guess we should like cover into like how that how it all changed, right? Mm-hmm. But. There is, um, so what happened was, is like I said, we did everything wrong. Mm-hmm. We got out of our families, mm-hmm. we got together, and um, I, I
1: think getting away from the family was the only good part.
0: <laughs> getting away from the, yeah, getting away, yes, getting away from the, I highly advisable. If yeah. your family causes trouble, get the fuck away. Mm-hmm. If you have a great family, then. You're lucky, <laughs> yeah, but lucky most mo- a lot of families are dysfunctional, and that's why this shit happens in the first place, but anyway, mm-hmm. so we got away from all of that, and you know, I think both of us on some sense were definitely like lost, mm-hmm. and what ended up happening was it's like we were like you know recovering, <laughs> we were trying to understand ourselves and what was happening. And I ended up discovering Jesse Lee Peterson and Jesse preaches a lot about anger and forgiving your mother and returning to your father. And his message was so crazy and it was so like, I'd never heard it before. And like, Mm -hmm. this guy's a Christian. I'd never heard a Christian talk like this my whole life. Never heard a pastor like this ever.
1: Over time it started to make sense.
0: Yeah, start Yes, yeah, start started it made total sense. Yeah. And it sounded crazy at first, but it made perfect sense because mm-hmm. and, it, and and the reason why I latched onto it so quickly was because I had seen it my whole life.
1: Oh I knocked over well, the guitar.
0: See never trust a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I had seen what Jesse was describing. Play out in my own life. I'd seen it play out in other people's lives over and over the exact same way. And the creepiest thing is, is that it's happening everywhere Mm -hmm. and nobody's seeing it.
1: Yeah, and it's so it's so fucked because like I so I you know I forgave my dad and everything. Yeah, and like I I told him about like forgiveness and everything, and he was like, "Oh, well, you don't have to you know face them. You don't have to you know confront them. You can just forgive them." Like on your own, it's like no, that doesn't fucking work. Because the only way that the only reason for why you would do that is because the person you're trying to forgive is dead. <laughs> mm. Because that's the only way at that point. Yeah,
0: and don't wait till they're dead.
1: Yeah, don't ever wait till they're dead. Don't
0: wait till they're dead. I'm just leave you
1: with so much grief. Made a move. Yeah, because because he he believed in the whole thing of like oh yeah those past grievances just get passed down you know from like. Family to like
0: the sins of the father,
1: yeah. The sins of the father, exactly.
0: You inherit the sins of your father,
1: and and like I was like, Well, if if that's true, and if you are on the same page with me about this, then we have to you know counteract that, yeah. And and he just could not get behind, even though he agreed with me, <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that's the thing, I think from the beginning of our relationship, mm-hmm. we understood that, mm-hmm. like, we understood because because even though we didn't understand it from like a christian like a biblical whatever standpoint Um, we understood that because we had long conversations about mm -hmm. like what it means to like like why do people do the wrong things Mm -hmm. like why do people get caught up in doing evil things and they don't they're not Mm self-aware they don't realize that they're doing it yeah. That was one of the first conversations we had, I think.
1: yeah, because I, I I've always felt like I was more self-aware of things and I, I was mad about it because I'm like how how can I know that like what if I'm doing is wrong or right, but other people who keep making these terrible mistakes not realize this shit?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when it comes down to like the the free will thing is that most people, it's a spirit within them. That's mm-hmm. what it is. and it's their anger. It's their anger that stops them from seeing the truth. And it, and, it, and it manipulates them. So what happened was, is we found we found Jesse. And Jesse, you know, says, forgive your mother and return to your father. And we started watching The Fallen State. And I just remember, I remember I found this and I'm like, hey, let's watch this. This is great. I saw an, an amazing interview that he had with this nun. Yeah. And we started watching this interview. And, and this nun was like a, you know, a nun is supposed to be like a hardcore Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. But this nun sounds like a straight up a feminist. feminist, straight up feminist who doesn't believe what the Bible says. She literally believes that she's like, cause I remember Jesse asked her about, you know, what Peter says in the Bible about slavery. And she literally says that Peter is wrong Yeah, in the Bible. She said, Peter was wrong. I'm like, and you're a Catholic. Yeah. What the hell? And so I remember, like we listened to that, and it was just it was great. And so I started listening to that; and it became like my favorite yeah, thing think, to listen to. I think
1: we first started listening to the interviews before we yeah. uh, went to his like uh, live yeah.
0: thing. Yeah, because I found him through a Yahoo interview. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a total mistake, mystic- and a, God bless the YouTube algorithm, yeah. guys. <laughs> God bless the YouTube algorithm, because yep. I was just watching a video and I had paused a moment to go and you know work on something else and YouTube auto played and it was Yahoo's interview with Jesse Lee Peterson and that's how I found his show mm-hmm. and so it was just a total luck total accident gift from God whatever the hell happened I don't know but it was crazy and I started like I started listening to that and that was great and you discovered his radio show yeah before I did yeah and so you started listening to his radio show
1: yeah. and
0: uh, And I remember, you, and, and you were like, like, this guy's a Christian, but he's just like the type of Christianity I'm down for. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm down for this. Like, what yeah. the heck?
1: I, I was like, this, this feels right. I like all other forms of Christianity that I've ever like encountered have felt very wrong, felt very like contradictory. Inauthentic. Yeah. And, and and like he he just everything about him was right and i never thought i would find someone because that that that's the whole problem for me is that i um it's like how am i supposed to believe in something when everyone who has told me what christianity is has contradicted themselves and uh has changed the meanings and uh essentially just repeat what they heard mm. from their pastor.
0: Well, and I don't think we would have recognized Jesse for what he was if we hadn't have had those experiences yeah. with our own families and other people's families, mm-hmm. that we'd seen that seen this stuff happen to.
1: My brain just randomly remembered the fact that my, my dad uh, lost faith because <laughs> my cat died. Well, because the family cat died.
0: The family cat died. He stopped believing in God when the cat died.
1: I, my brain just <laughs> randomly remembered that. Oh, man. Sometimes I, like, remember the fact that he said that and I just laugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's beta. Yeah. It's sad, but it's, it's, it's beta. It's, it's very sad. It's very beta. Well, that's
1: that's the, the state of men
0: nowadays. If you, if you stop believing in God because your cat died, then you probably didn't believe in God to begin with. Yeah. Um, but, hmm. yeah, anyway. So like, But we started listening to him, like, a lot. And, uh, <clears throat> and I loved it because it was, like, this is what I stand for. But I haven't never seen a Christian say these things. Yeah, I've never seen a Christian like not being a hypocrite. Yeah, and oh, like I would refer people to the you know why you stop being a Christian video mm-hmm. that I did because it's you know that's that's why and like I I I all the reasons that were
1: listed in the video are all the reasons that I had.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and all the reasons that I heard from other ex Christians.
0: Yeah. And so she, so so what happened was, is mm-hmm. we ended up just gravitating, yeah, into 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 that,
1: and it, and it it pulled us back to Christianity, pull especially me because I was so like, oh, not mm-hmm. like Christianity, yeah. I, I was like, I, I remember at one point you got oh, burned real hard, yeah. I got burned so hard, uh, just to, like imagine you know living in Christian households and like there's cheating, there's you know adultery. There's uh there's like,
0: your own from your own mom. Yeah. And just like abandoning you. Oh, at times abandoning and...
1: her children. And then like my stepmom who comes from a very Christian household, beatings and all that shit. I'm like, I you you lose faith, you know?
0: Yeah. When when all These the Christians around them you Christians? Yeah. are
1: just terrible human beings. It's true. And like I laugh about it because I find it fucking hilarious that anyone would call themselves a Christian and yet act the way that they do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that just pulls people away from Christianity. Oh,
0: yeah. Hands down. And so... I think for for you know for guys who may not be Christian or for, who are kind of questioning the whole thing, I would say just. I'm
1: like, you don't even have to be Christian to have to, to implement any of this. Yeah,
0: no, you don't. Like, I, I would say put it to the test yourself and yeah. see what happens because this is what this is what Jesus commanded. Mm-hmm. Love your neighbor as yourself. Most people don't. Most people know that, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't actually love their neighbors themselves. Yeah. They don't even know what that means.
1: Oh my God, my everyone that i've ever known is super judgmental of their neighbors cuz
0: jesus took all the 10 commandments and he announced that and he made them into two commandments. Mm-hmm. The commandments is to love god with all your heart, soul, and mind and to love your neighbor as yourself. And those things sound may sound easy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have a lot of anger and when you have anger, you have no love.